All right, all right. Welcome to yet another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. It's your host, Demion. And today we're sitting outside of Sheets, sipping on a Heath cup of coffee, and eating a bear and cheese or cheese and berries Danish, similar to a bear claw. Um, we're just going to get into a few things today. You know, keep it light, keep it easy, because I am on vacation, so I'm not going to get too bogged down in the details. But I am going to give you some jewels, a little bit of English that you can use in your vocabulary. Uh, we're going to talk about what I got into on my vacation, um, my little break from work, little departure, and my thoughts on the return. So, let's take the customary sip. And let's get into it. You know, the main issue you run into when you're eating a, a pastry like a Danish, a bear claw, a donut, or anything like that, and you're drinking a cup of coffee is that sometimes the coffee cancels out the sweet, or the sweet coffee uh, cancels out the coffee, because they're both made of sugar. And sugar's the same thing, so when you pair it together, it just all becomes this one flavor. I mean, you're going to have these little peaks and spikes of flavor, but it's just kind of dulled down because your tongue's already coated in sugar. Your taste, your taste buds are already blasted out of the earth. But anyway... What I wanted to get into, like I said, is we're going to talk about this little vacation. So I went on and took a few days like I was talking about. I was going to take, uh, what did we take? We took Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's Saturday today. Got one more day, Sunday, which is the weekend. So I actually took two days were needed because, well, three days were needed because we actually had a holiday for um, uh, Good Friday. Good Friday is the holiday or the holiday before Easter. So they give everybody the day off. Well, most people get the day off. Here in the States, we get the day off for Good Friday. Uh, it's the uh, holiday before Easter to represent Easter because Sunday, everybody's off. So you have Easter Sunday. People are already off work, so you don't really get any benefit from that other than, you know, you go to the service. But, I mean, as far as, you know, with the work and stuff. But um, when I set up the days, I didn't even know that it was going to be Easter Sunday. I just randomly took this vacation. I'd been playing with the idea, playing with the idea. Went on and finally gave them a date. Didn't even know we were off last Friday uh, when I had set it up. Thought I was going to take four days. Ended up just taking three. Got the bonus day already with the holiday. Got paid for that for that day. And plus got paid for using my PTO for the other day. So works out. Didn't lose any money. Now, my, my intentions for the break were I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all these things. And... Yeah, we got some of those things done, but we didn't get them all done, and we didn't get them done in the order that we thought we were going to do them. We thought it was going to be this, not robotic, but this super ultra uh, fantastic productive uh, workflow, which it was ended up being more of a um, relaxing time, a planning time, getting plenty of rest, you know, smiling easy, spending more time with family, things like that, uh, that are probably even more beneficial than any dollar amount you could ever make, right? But in that, I uncovered a few new truths because, as you guys know, I've got big plans for this year. I've got somewhat of a, an exodus in my mind, you know, not from Earth, but just from a couple of the obligations and things that I have going on. So with that, uh, I said, OK, well, here it is between March and April. First quarter of the year is over. So let's just use this time to uh, get a little premiere, get a little sample of how it's going to be when I have all this time on my hands. And let's just say, uh, if you look back and look at the things I focused on, I did a lot of trading. I did a lot of trading. I uh, got some trades in place, 
had a couple of, you know, reviewed, I don't know, a ton of charts, um, did a lot of reading, a lot of reading in Russian. Um, let's see what else. Did a lot of writing, did a lot of sleeping. Um, I did find time to watch a movie. Uh, did enjoy that a little bit. Cooked a lot. I mean, really, I don't think there was a day that went by where I just cooked an average meal. I mean, all my, all my meals, I was able to put the day into it and really uh, go out and get the ingredients I wanted. So I did enjoy that. So it was nice. It was definitely um, a departure from the, the whole hum of the work for somebody else that you don't really care to be doing every day, day in, day out. You know, you want to build your own empire instead of building someone else's. And it was good to unplug. Um, I've got several more days of PTO. I mean, I could probably take off a month and a half if I actually wanted to. Uh, I have plenty of sick leave, so if I needed to, I mean, I could, I could be out of there for months. But why I like these little these little breaks here and there is because they give you a little glimpse into the future. So meaning that we have a couple things in place, but there's a few more things we need to get in place. Um, because I, I know what needs to happen. You know, you know what needs to happen. You know, it's just got to make it happen. Nobody's going to make it happen for you. So. I'll try to break this little little piece up. I'm not going to try to put it all in this section here. I'll take a break and then I'll give it to you guys like that. But um, so it doesn't just overwhelm you because, like I said, it's a lot of vocabulary here. It's me talking fast. It's me talking caffeinated. It's me giving the English, talking about strategizing and plotting these things out, which I'm sure some of you do in your own language. Maybe you do it in English already. I don't know. But the thing is, at the beginning of the year, if you've been listening for a while, told you about the list of goals, how to make your plan, how to make your goals, how to write the things that you want to do down, right? So once you got all those things down, then as the year progresses, you start hopefully taking those little markers off, taking your little index cards, moving them down to the completed or started in process, like a little combine system, which kind of leads us into the next part. So as I had the ideal, you know, vision for how these six days would flow they didn't flow in the exact order as i thought they would I, I thought i would wake up and you know top of the morning super energized and just blast through all these tasks because like i said i mean it's nothing more than the world is waiting on you to do these things and i didn't do it as though i thought i would so i looked at it and i said well what's the difference between doing things for yourself and doing things at a job now, you get up in the morning, right? I don't know, maybe you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock if you got to catch the train, right? You get up, you get to work, drive yourself to work, take a ride to work, do the carpooling, however you get there. You go to work, you do some little mindless activity. You know, not everybody, some people aren't, you know, in that situation. They get to go to work and play with dolphins, do what they, <laughs> they want to do, you know. But not everybody has their dream job. For those that don't have the dream job, this is for you. Those that... You know, some days you'd rather be spending time with your family or doing something else other than going to sit behind some desk or doing some monotonous, mindless task or whatever, something that just does not involve your creativity or your spirituality or whatever you feel is important to you. This is for you. So I said, what is it about that nine to five and when you have nine to five for yourself? Okay, the nine to five, they give you money. You're nine to five, you work for free. Okay. 
Nine to five, you do something you don't want to do. Nine to five, you do what you want to do for you. What's the difference? Because it's got to be more than money. I mean, if, unless you just assign a dollar task to everything. But most of the things that are going to pay you the most in life, you do for free. Right? Spending time with somebody, you can't put a price on that. But then them being there when you call them at 2 o'clock in the morning because you need something. I mean, that's yields over, you know, just 100% return, if not more. So it's not a monetary thing. So what is it then? Why can you go, show up to work at 8 o'clock, scrape gum off the back of seats, or flip burgers, or do all this documentation of this paperwork, or program this code, right, for mindless hours, for money, and now you have the time to do what you want to do, and you don't get it done. Now you do it, but you don't do it as efficient as you are at work doing things that you don't want to do. What is the difference? So I said, you know what? The difference is at your job, they have systems. They have systems in place to get a specific result from doing things a specific way every time. Like McDonald's, for example. You go to McDonald's, you order a Big Mac. The Big Mac tastes like the Big Mac every time. You don't order the Big Mac, the Big Mac doesn't taste like a Burger King Whopper. You know, it just doesn't taste like a Whopper. It tastes like a Big Mac every time. Now, when you make a burger at home, it doesn't taste the same every time unless you do things the same way every time, meaning you would have to have a system in place. Your grandmother's carrot cake, your grandmother's honey buns, your grandmother's uh, casserole. It tastes the same way every time because she does it the same way every time. She has a system in place. So we're going to talk about systems after the break. So with systems, what is it about a system? What is a system? A system is a, a, a way of repeating a pattern, a repetitious way of doing things. So you have a car system. You stick the key in the ignition, you turn it, it fires off the electric uh, signals, sends the impulse, start the engine, the engine starts, the fan starts. Everything is like a machine. It's a system. Your body, how does it break down food? With a system. You put food in your mouth, you chew it, it starts the gustation process, you swallow it, goes down the esophagus, into your stomach, stomach starts breaking it down with the acid, you absorb the nutrients in your body, you get rid of the waste. You take another body, does the same thing. It's a system. You don't take a body or sandwich and it comes out of the back of your elbow. You know, you don't drink milk and it comes out of your knee. It doesn't happen. There's a system. There's a certain way that these things are completed over a period of time, every time. You know, if you were to eat a sandwich and all of a sudden it's coming out of the back of your throat, there's an issue. You probably got a big hole somewhere, right? It's a problem. You probably won't be around here long. So at work, the similarities in the system is that they have a certain way of doing things. All those little BS things that nobody wants to do that we feel that are pointless, mindless, just stupid, extra work that nobody needs to do are part of the system. Okay, yeah, you could, you could do this at your job. You can cut the computer on, go ahead and write the code, not run the back check, right? Don't, run, don't worry about the back test. Don't run the back test at all. And just go ahead and send it to the developer 
you know, after you've written the program or whatever, however that works, and go from there, right? And and then they'll get everything in a quicker time, and then you didn't have to run through the back test six times and then have other people look it over and then cross-check it and then rework it and then send it out. Those are the things they have in place to get you the same results. So when you do send it to the developer, it's good to go. There's no issues. There's a system, right? Or McDonald's. You put on the, the ketchup, you put on the mustard, you put on the pickle, you put on the beef patty, you put on the bun, you wrap it up a certain way, you give it out the door. You don't put on the put on the burger, then put on the ketchup, the mustard, then the pickle, the bun. It'll mess up the flavor. Tomato needs to be on top of the bun, uh, not the bun, but the patty, not under the patty. The ketchup needs to be on top, not mustard, so you get the same bite every time. The ratio, they got all that stuff calculated. Burritos, Taco Bell, tastes the same way every time. Burger King, same way every time. It's repeatable processes because they have systems in place. So I've had some of my best results when I do the same thing every day. Um, when I had got done with that backlog of stuff that I had to transcribe, did it every day. Every day. Didn't miss a day. Did it every day. Now, when I want to start something, I've learned that to get certain results, you have to do it every day, just like this beginning of this year. Wanted to start the journal. Wanted to start the reading. And I've done a journal before, but I wanted to be, make these a part of my daily, my daily activities. And that's what I did, and I've been doing it every day. Now, why is it now that I'm, I pick those two things and I'm doing those things every day? Why am I doing those every day and not these other things? Because these are the things I started with. So what I've also learned from that is that the first couple days, maybe to a couple weeks, is probably the most challenging. But you have, once you start doing it every day, there becomes a point where you expect it. It's just like wearing a watch. I'll give you a challenge. If you don't wear a watch, now, if you don't wear a watch, or if you, if you don't wear a watch, wear a watch for 30 days. 30 days straight, right? And then don't wear the watch, the 31st day. And see how different your arm feels when you get ready to leave. It's been such a habit of grabbing your watch that you look for it, you feel it, you start to miss it, right? Or if you've been wearing a watch, don't wear your watch for 30 days. And then see if you return to, I got to have it every time I walk out of the door. It'll change your life. So I think there's just a certain point. It's different values. Some people it's two weeks. Some people it's a week. Some people it's 30 days. Sometimes it's six months. It depends on what the habit is or thing that we want to start doing, right? Behavior we want to modify. Just like with smoking. People don't smoke once a month. They don't buy a pack of cigarettes once a month and, and go smoke. No, they smoke every day. Smoke every week. They buy the cigarettes from the same store, right? So they drink. They have a beer after work every every day or every other day they go to the same store they buy the same beer they don't go in there and buy this buy that people that smoke they don't buy marlboros the next day they're buying camels then they're buying newports then they're buying these basics they don't do that people are consistent so people like patterns so your brain likes consistency your brain likes routine your brain likes systems so being that we've established systems are important how do we create and implement a system that'll give us the result we want? Well, I would say that we need to write down what our objectives are, what we want to achieve, the things we want to get done, and do them every day, no matter what, till it becomes second nature, which shouldn't take too long. But it's going to be challenging. I guarantee you, 
whatever your goal is, maybe you have something that requires you to be outside. You'll say, well, it's raining today. I can't do it. Right. You wouldn't do it when it was raining, when it wasn't raining. So what difference does it make, right? Do it in the rain anyway. I mean, as long as it's not life-threatening. We don't need to be out there doing some electrical work in a tsunami. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not stupid here. But the thing is, don't put additional barriers there that don't need to be there. Most of the barriers that are in our lives are mental barriers. Systems. We have to systematize what we do. You systematize something, you get the same result. You're more likely to get the same result every time. It's just like when you're training a dog. You can't pop the dog because it peed on the rug, and then next time you're cuddling the dog because it peed on the rug, you're sending out mixed signals. But if you're consistent with the dog every time, every time it does this behavior, you respond this way, you can correct the behavior. You can modify a behavior. That's what we do at work. It's a lot of repetition, 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 repetition. Given the same message every day, all day long. And sometimes the change takes longer to take hold. Once it takes hold, that's it. So I would say if you have something you want to do and you're not able to get it done, I mean, whether it's breaking a habit, starting a new habit, which could be making money, making business, you know, talking to ladies, talking to guys, whatever, whatever your, whatever your forte is, I would say do it every day, systematize it. If your house, you know, if your house is a wreck, you're like, oh, I need to clean this house. Okay, don't just clean it Saturday. Clean it every day. Every day. You know, sweep the floor every day, not just today, but every day. And here's what happens. You sweep the floor every day. It gets, it, you get more efficient at sweeping the floor. Your, your floor is not as dirty as it was before because you sweep it every day. How dirty could it get in 24 hours, right? Sweep it every day. It doesn't need to be swept. Sweep it anyway. It's a habit. Your house will look that way because that's how you keep it. If you don't throw your trash away, then your house will be trashy. If you disrespect people, then you'll be a disrespectful person. It's a habit. If you're uplifting, you'll uplift people. You know, it's real simple when you look at it. So we all have these little patterns, habits, and ways of doing things, which to some could be considered as a system. But when you narrow down on what it is that you're exactly doing, you can kind of fine tune to get those changes you want. You can start to adjust your code. You know, it's almost like finding a cheat code to yourself. So I challenge you to either start a system or find out what your system is first, your current system. I guarantee you, if you were to look at your life, you have a way of doing things, such as a restaurant, such as a company that gets you the results that you have in life. If you tend to show up late everywhere, not do things to completion, you know, just fail at life, then you probably don't have, you're probably not where you want to be in certain things in relationships or quality matters, right? You got to change those things. I mean, everybody, you know, has things that they could improve on. They don't necessarily want to improve on, but they could improve on. You know, I mean, weight training is always the easiest to look at because it's the most visual for everybody. You know, 300 pound person, 400 pound person. I mean, that's easy to see. Difficult to attain. You know, if I was to go out there and be like, oh, I want to be 300 pounds, 
it'd probably be harder for me to do trying to do it than just somebody else just doing it by what they do every day. I mean, I'd literally have to eat a lot more food than I eat now. I mean, I'd have to go out of my way to do this. And then it would have to become a habit that I just overeat. Instead of eating one Whopper, two Whoppers, I'd eat six Whoppers. Instead of eating one pizza, I'd eat two pizzas. Instead of walking, I would be driving everywhere or not going anywhere. I'd be sleeping longer and letting the calories sit. These are habits. These are habits that people have. Nobody just wakes up 400 pounds. You don't just do that. It just doesn't happen. It's not possible. You have to actively work at it or be inactive, you know? You know, and like I said, sometimes it's a medical condition. Now, if it's a medical condition, but I don't know any medical condition that just turns somebody to 400 pounds. But I'm not harping on weight. I'm just harping on the fact that there's a reason people had the results that they have in life because of habits and systems and patterns of behavior. So systematize something that you want to change. If it's you want to stop smoking, I'd say think of how you smoke now because you probably smoke at the same time. You probably get up in the morning, smoke on the way to work, smoke at work, smoke on your break, smoke on the way home, buy more cigarettes, smoke again. I mean, however you do it, you might smoke after every meal. You might smoke when you talk to your husband. You might smoke when you're doing this. Thing is, you have a way, you have a system of doing things. But if you wanted to break that, then you have to first understand what you're actually doing. So you track your results. Then you track your results and you say, okay, what do I want to modify? Change the system. You're not just going to stop completely off the gate. You're going to have to gradually unlock the system. So maybe you skip one smoke break every day, the same break. Then you move on to the next break until you're only smoking once a day because that's how you've systematized yourself. And then you can get rid of that last one and then you don't smoke at all. It's a habit. You know, it's a habit. Just like people, like you said, when you go to the hospital, doctor tells you, oh, you're coughing, you got some lung issues, you got acute whatever now because you've been smoking. So, yeah, because you've been smoking every day for the last however many years, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, 6 years. It's compound interest. You've, you have a pattern. Your body is now giving you the results you were asking for. So then just think if you were to put that same amount of dedication same amount of dedication into something that you truly want. You don't even think about having a cigarette. You just know, shoot, I don't care what I do today. I got to go get a cigarette. I got to go get this. I got to go get that, right? And that's what you do. And you're going to go about your day once you get that. But until you get that, nothing happens, right? It just doesn't happen as smooth as it could. So you will walk out in the rain and have a cigarette. People will smoke cigarettes in the rain. People will smoke cigarettes in 20-degree weather. You're blowing fog because it's so cold. They will go outside and smoke a cigarette. They do not care. You know what I mean? So I'm not harping, any, harping on anybody that smokes cigarettes. I'm just showing you how you have the ability to do anything you want to do. If you can do all that for a cigarette, <laughs> I mean, well, what could you do for yourself, right, that you actually want to do? Nobody's outside smoking cigarettes just because they that's what they want to do. You know, at some point you, you realize that, yeah, maybe it's not the best thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's a habit. It's, it's cool. It's just something you've been doing for years. But just because you've been doing it for years doesn't mean you have to continue doing it for years. You know? Maybe you were somebody who cusses all the time, uses a lot of profanity. Yeah, maybe it was cool. Maybe it's appropriate at times. But after a while, you begin to hear yourself and you realize, eh, well, maybe I don't need to cuss out every person that I talk to. Right? 
So there's always room for improvement, you know. The life of the party. They had it was cool when you were 15, 16, 17, getting wasted and making jokes, but now you're, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old. It's not fun anymore. You know, it's not cute. It's not as funny. Nobody wants to see, you know, a 60-year-old woman sloshed, you know, at the bar. That's not, that's not attractive to anybody. You know, got to get your life together. Even they know that, but they can't. But they have a habit of doing it, right? They have a habit of drinking to intoxication. They have a habit of going to bars. They have a habit of being thrown out of clubs till they decide they want to break the habit. So instead of drinking every day, they got to replace it with something, find a new habit to start, create a new system. Instead of hanging with the girls every day at 3 o'clock, maybe she hangs out with a book, you know? Maybe she hangs out with a gym. Maybe she hangs out with a chef, whatever, you know? Just little changes. So just look, if there's something you want to do that you're not doing, first understand what it is. Understand that this is something you're going to have to do consistently every day for a period of time before you're going to start to see the results, before it becomes to be, uh, starts to become, to be a habit. Once it becomes a habit, then you can do it without even thinking about it, and the effort it initially took for you to do it will be less. And on that one, I'm going to get out of here because people are starting to fill in. Um, it's probably what about 8 16 now it's already late um, I'll be returning to work next week going in there and I guess uh, I don't know I did do a pause in here I think I did do a pause in this podcast I think I broke it up maybe one because I'm looking down I see this is already a 15 minute clip maybe I did maybe I didn't but I hope you um, got a good dose of English and coffee and I'll see you in the next one